0: The following program, Around the Town Chicago, is sponsored by Alan Breslov, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of NewsWeb Radio Company or its management.
1: Around the Town Chicago, your reach to entertainment and dining in the greater Chicago area is brought to you in part by State Farm Insurance, and De La Cruz, with two offices to serve you, 847 324 9595 and 630 915 5134. Darvin Furniture, buy better with Darvin. Point Pest Control, pest control that is straight to the point and delightful pastries, over 25 years of bringing delight to Chicago. And it's another Sunday. It's another sunny. It's actually Jeez, sunny. It? It's nice. It's so hard to believe it's February. But it is, and it's a wonderful February. And it's around the town Chicago. I'm Al Bresloff, and I'm sitting alongside Frank Metcha And uh, lots of stuff happening. The website is aroundthetownchicago.com. Phone number here, 773-763-9278. Your computer wizards, www.wcpta20.com. That's where you'll find us and if you do find us we'll wave to you. I'm waving right now in case you're watching. Okay. We got a lot of stuff happening. This we're coming up to this is the time of year with Fat Tuesday is coming up. Uh, don't forget, if you haven't got your punch keys, you want to go visit our friends. and, and Put that, your yeah. order
2: in by today. She yeah, wants
1: them today. Yeah, I think the order's got to be today. And then there's a lot of restaurants that are going to be. And then I guess uh, and, and there's something you have to do. Ash Wednesday is this week? Yeah, or? it's Wednesday. Yeah, well, what do you Wednesday. do? You have, to
2: go, we have yeah. to go to church and get ashes on our forehead and forgive all our, oh, and give something up for Lent or ah, try and do good. What are you giving up, punch keys? <laughs> I usually do the same thing. I give up. Des- I used to give up smoking, which I never went back to, so I can't do that again. Okay, yeah. You can't give it up. you are not doing it. It wouldn't yeah. make any sense. So basically, it's desserts. I'm gonna try and lose weight. Ah, okay. And uh, then we have uh, for those
1: who aren't aware, and um, there's a Fat Thursday also. The Polish community oh. celebrates on Thursday, so they get two days to, to eat away and eat those wonderful, wonderful things. Okay, so there's also Monday, uh, tomorrow is President's Day, and during President's Day, there's no mail. Right. But every single furniture store in the world has a mattress sale. Uh, this is a day you buy a new mattress, as President's Day, and I have no idea how they correlate, and how they get together, but I've noticed over the years that every there's always a President's Day sale at every mattress place in the world, even our good friends at Darwin. It is a mattress sale, but they do have other sales. They have lots of stuff going on at Darwin. You need to and, stop by there. And don't forget, everybody who wins something on our show, remember, it's aroundthetownchicago.com, is our website, that's where the answers to most of the questions are. Everybody who wins an envelope will get their gift, and they will get a card that is a opportunity to win a bedroom set giveaway from Darwin Furniture. So when you get that card... Fill it out, do what it says on there, follow the instructions, and then come, I believe it's May, we'll have our drawing, and the winner will get that gift. And I've already started getting some back, so that's cool. That's very good. All right. Now, while we're talking about prizes and we're talking about things we give away, I love, I love to give away things. When I say there's a certain night that I have tickets for, and you do win those tickets, please don't ask for a different night, <laughs> because the reason I tell you what that night is, is because that's what the ticket is for. So I've got some tickets for this Thursday night for a show that is only good if you can go this Thursday night. All right. So let's get that right away. I want to start by giving something away. I you
2: know, we have to explain this. but I, I
1: just want people to understand. So. <laughs> Even if you, you know, if you win this tonight, if you want these, understand it's going to be for Thursday night. That's this Thursday, not another Thursday, not Saturday afternoon. It is Thursday. It's like going when you go to a concert. It's only that night. Yeah, there, we, we can't ask them to hold the play and say, "Well, Elton John to come back." Yeah, this is when they can come. You know. Okay, so please understand it. So, I want to talk about a play first, so I can give away some tickets. You know. Frank, you know about cult shows. You know yeah. there are cult things, and, and I notice that uh, even Rent is becoming kind of a cult yeah. show, where well, everybody knows all this stuff. But the ones that are the most prevalent is Rocky Horror, Rocky Horror pictures, and then uh, Hed, Hedwig and the Angry yeah. Inch. And there's another show that is becoming a cult show. We went Saturday night. Edie went to re- Edie went and did the review on Friday night. Okay. We changed our schedule around so that we could go last night because Lauren Berman is such a wonderful person. She's that lady that does four chairs. Yeah. And she put together the show. This was supposed to be done right before COVID hit. Uh-huh. Of course, everything closed, so there everything. wasn't any show. Uh And now she was able to put it all together and do it in Lake Forest. And she did a great, great job. So we went, even though it was already reviewed, because I wanted to see what Lauren does. Uh, and she does a great job. She has a great cast of people on a very, very small budget. She put together a, a, a set that is workable. She has great talent on that stage. She did everything and the right musicians and everything was just a wonderful 90 minutes of entertainment. The story, for those who don't know, i to tell you a little bit about this play. The play is called Ride the Cyclone, the musical. The cyclone is a roller coaster. And the story takes place where a bunch of kids in a chorus take a, a run a trip and they get into this roller coaster and they die. And there's a machine that gives them the right to have a chance to come back to life, one of them. But they have to tell their story, and they have to win everybody's votes. And that's what they do for 88 minutes, <laughs> putting everything together, and it's really, really cool. Who so, gets to
2: vote? Does it,
1: is it they get to vote. Oh, okay. oh No, no, no. There's, uh. there's six people all together on stage, because the machine doesn't get the... okay. So they have to vote, and they have to un- all agree that that one person is the one that should come back to life. So it's pretty hard to say to somebody, who's you're my best friend, you're going to vote for me, right? Well, if I vote for you, I don't go back <laughs> to life. So it's a little crazy. But I want to say that the, 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 it's a beautiful show. It's a really, really nice show. So this is in Lake Forest. Okay. This is this Thursday night, okay? So I'm, all I'm going to ask you to do is say, I really, really want to go, okay? That's... <laughs> That's all you have to say. I really, really want to go. Call 773-763-9278, and we will get you there. I have two pairs to give away. Okay? Do that. Okay, so we will Devin be ready? Hopefully a lot of people are ready to call. All right, we've got other things that are going on in Waukegan. Again, listen to the date. Il Divo. Some of their top songs is, I Will Always Love You, You Raise Me Up, My Way. They're going to be Friday, March 24th. Only Friday, March 24th at the Genesee in Waukegan. If you want to go, I have a pair of tickets. Call 773-763-9278 and say, I want it my way. (laughs) Okay? And then I have the Ballet Folklorico. That's Saturday, March 11th, also at the Genesee. It's called A Night in Mexico, live at the Genesee. It's a dance company that has performed all over the country and other continents, and they're bringing it back home. This is wonderful Mexican dance, and it's a diversity of Mexican culture, and they have great costumes, dancers, everything. All you have to do is say, I want to dance, okay? Simple. You can't make this any easier. I, I mean, I'm trying to make it as easy as possible because I want you to get to go to these things. I want people to be able to do it. So contest after contest, we'll, we'll give stuff away. You know, I have a briefcase filled with little things I want to give away. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so they got that started. Uh, maybe the phones are ringing. Okay, good. I feel much better when I see the phones ringing on a Sunday afternoon that makes me feel... Like Sunday, Sunday, what Sunday a special in the park. day! <laughs> well, Sunday in the park with George, George, George. Where is George? <laughs> Where is George? He's in the park. Okay, do we got a call? Not
3: yet. Not yet. Okay, okay. we're just kind
1: of, okay. What else to the see? What else are you giving away? Oh, I still want to give Into the Woods away. Okay? okay, I've got some tickets for Into the Woods and Out of the Woods and Happy Ever After. There are tickets in my hand. There are wonderful tickets in my. What hand. What good question do you have for this? All right, here's what I need. Who plays the narrator in Into the Woods at the Paramount Theater? Hmm,
2: That's a good one.
1: You can look that up. You can look that up and around the town, and I'll give you his first name is Larry, if that helps (laughs) you in any way. And I have another pair to give away to whoever can tell me the name of the director of the production. Okay? The main director. Okay? So that's another way to get a pair of tickets that number 773-763-9278. Okay, do we have Tim on or is Tim ready? Tim. Welcome to welcome to Around the Town. How you doing? I'm doing great. How you doing? Good, good. Okay, what can we what, do for you? Yeah, what what we are you calling for? What we're talking about what, what are you calling for? What, are you, what Oh, for Into the Woods. You want to know the oh, name of the narrator. Right. Larry Yondo, right? You got it. Okay, yeah, you got nice. it. Larry Yondo, yes. All right, Larry Yondo is one of the top actors in town. <laughs> so okay. you're going to Aurora. You're going to Aurora. So hang on, give your information, and we will get those tickets taken care of for you, okay? Yeah, That's. I, always, I wanted to see that so bad. So thank well, you Now so you're
2: going to see it so bad. You're, you're going to see well, it so go, good. Go there early. <laughs> there are so many new restaurants in Aurora. You're going to love it. Yeah.
4: I don't live too far from there.
1: Okay. You're oh, going to
2: okay. love, love the show. This is a, a
1: sterling production. All right.
5: Thank All right. you so much. Thanks no for, for calling. calling
1: in. Okay, let's talk to Rose. Rose? Hi. Hi, Rose.
5: Oh, that's How that's are not
1: you? That's not my Rose. It's not, it's not French <laughs> Rose. It's another Rose. It's a Rose of a different color. color. Okay. Hi, Rose. How are I you? I dance. I'm
6: good. How are you?
1: Okay. What can we do for you?
6: I want to dance.
1: Oh, you want to dance? Okay, all right. So you go. Hang on, we're gonna get you over to Devon, and we'll get you to we'll get you out to Genesee.
2: Okay. Okay.
6: Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome.
2: Thanks for calling. Who else do you got? Who else are you giving away stuff all right, to? Who else do we got there? We got the uh, the bingo thing is just turning no, away. With Javier? Javier. Javier. Oh, this is Eduardo. Can you hear me,
1: Eduardo?
4: Eduardo. Why
2: does it say Javier?
1: I didn't
2: say Devin I was a good speller. <laughs> Devin, Devin, we got to work on that. Okay.
1: It, he translated I it somehow. chocolate
4: festival on Friday. I ran into Paul Lisnick at the Union Station. It was that AIDS Foundation event. Right. They oh, had yeah. the chocolate. We talked about it yep. last week. I was there, chocolate. Yep. I went there. I saw Paul Lisnick. It was wonderful. How I much, never been there before. It was my first time.
2: How much weight oh, did you gain?
4: I did not want to eat anything until lunch the next day.
2: Uh, that's late. a lot of chocolate.
4: <laughs> so did did Paul say anything? The auto show right now. Oh, did you oh, talk?
2: You... Did you talk to
1: Paul a little bit? Oh yes, I did. Yes, it was great. Yeah, he's a there great were
4: guy. More bow ties. I think he's in the president, There are more bow ties at that event than uh, open collars and ties. Really? He's, he's been a president with those
2: bow ties. Yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's been a bow tie him, for a while. you almost <laughs> always have to wear a bow tie. It has to be a good bow tie. Okay. Well, yeah. I, I always appreciate when you call and tell us all the things that but you en- know that are going on. But enjoy. On. You're going to the auto show today, so today's the last day. So hopefully you have a good time there. Tomorrow. Oh, you're close tomorrow? tomorrow. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think because
1: of the yeah. holiday. Because ah, okay. the president said you yeah. were able to do that. Well, I appreciate your calling, and uh, I, I okay, we can guys, give you something. You, you don't have an answer, but I can still send you somewhere. So stand in line, give your information to Devin, and we're going to we'll find some place okay. to send you, okay? Okay. Sounds okay. good. Who else do you got in there? All right. I don't know if we got I think we're okay. okay. We good. can talk. All right. I saw this week a couple of plays. I know. What their timing and everything, but we went to see uh, – oh, I still got to – okay. I went to see – uh lim is you went yeah, well, to see live is Well, Mis.
2: monday we st- we want to start off with monday going oh to, going monday
1: order. monday we went to see a play called the right to be forgotten
2: excellent thing excellent play yeah interesting play and very interesting because yeah. it makes you think about all this do you ever look up your name on the internet yeah there's all
1: kinds of stuff <laughs> but here's the thing that what this play is about and it is very it's about a guy who's dating he want he's, but he's dating through the computer dating yeah and it turns out that he has a fake name. He had to do all these things so that he would, dates would go out with him because if they really looked him up, they would find out that he was not a perfect gentleman. But he didn't do anything but he really bad. Didn't, he didn't do
2: anything bad. They just labeled
1: him. Yeah, the because wrong he name. followed this girl around. He kept reaching out to her. She didn't want to go out with him.
2: Uh, and he was a high school kid or a college kid. Let's, was, let's be honest. We're old enough before the internet. Didn't you have a crush on somebody that you never really talked to? Seven or eight of them. (laughs) (laughs) I remember in in grammar school, I had this terrible crush on this girl. I would constantly stop, you know, walk by her house and do all this stuff. Barbara, Barbara
1: Shaman, I used to drive, I used to take my bicycle and I delivered newspapers. I wasn't, my route had nothing to do with where she lived, but I always drove past her house, constantly looking to see if maybe she'd be around, maybe we'd have—she'd say hi. She never did. So So (laughs) if you're out there, Barbara Saman, I'm sorry. Nowadays, (laughs) we'd be be labeled a stalker. So that's what this is all about. This is an amazing—and then the story is to try to get it reversed, to try to get it off, and go after Big Brother and say, Big Brother, this was wrong. And then you got the politicians that are involved with it. And you you got—oh, it's just— very very interesting theater theatrical experience the play is is at the raven theater i do have a pair of tickets oh. and i'd like to give away a pair of tickets so the number is 7737639278 what the the hero was a what what was he Oh. That, that he that his reputation was ruined because he was a and if you don't even have to read it Frank said it 773-763-9278 so <laughs> seven, seven, screw up another contest to you Frank <laughs> you don't
6: have another question
1: <laughs> here's another Frank here's another Frank okay we got a okay. little time what's to, the uh, other
2: name you would use for that type of person it's a four letter word there is it starts with an N really ends with a D Oh, no, I wouldn't call him that. You wouldn't call him no, that? No, that's not what he is. He
1: looked like him. Oh, one. he did look like it. That's no question. He was a nerd, but that's nothing to do with it. Okay. So... I still got a pair of tickets that I want to give away for Tony Stone, which is at the Goodman. Oh, that's a good one. So I just need the name of the director of the show at the Goodman. This is the baseball, the the Black League baseball player, a female, who got to play on the men's team. Mm -hmm. It's a marvelous story, marvelous production at the Goodman Theater. 773-763-9278. Tell me the name of the director. And the pair of tickets is yours. Other shows that are closing now. We've got uh, oh, the Christians is still available. Yes. So the Christians. In fact, I'm going to go see it, it Wednesday. Oh, it, I'm going to go see it. You going to the matinee? Yeah, I'm going to go to the matinee. Bring because, your walker. Yeah, I'll, no, I don't need the walker. That's the one thing I get to go to the bathroom first because I don't need the walker. But I I, I want to go see it. It's, it's kind of an interesting story, and. uh I want to go see it. If anybody wants to go see it, I'm going to be there Wednesday. Uh Matinee is at uh, 1 o'clock, I think, or 2, yeah. whatever. But if you want to go, 773-763-9278. If you want to come Wednesday, that's fine. If you want to come a different day, that's fine. Just call and say, I want to see the Christians. I don't even have a
2: question for it. I want to give them to you. I yeah. want you to get It's really, really a good play, and I think El's going to yeah. like it, too. And, I'm uh, sure I will. I, 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 I just I, love I've this. I've never set. had anything that I haven't liked at that This at, theater, you know, a, you know, they do such a great work. They're a husband and wife team. They're just phenomenal. Yeah,
1: Citadel is just a fun, fun place to go. All right. So let's see what else I want to talk about. OK, I talked about this and oh, we went for a dinner, another dinner from the third. You know, you, you being on call, Frank, is costing me calories <laughs> and weight. Uh, we went to another third coast hospitality. Oh, and, it's, and we haven't worked out the gift cards yet. We are working on it. They are trying to figure out a way to get them. Another Mexican restaurant with another wonderful dinner. Uh, Jane said she can't keep going on the, to all these because they're. So she's going out of town so she doesn't have to go to one this week. So it's. Uh, we got to find a Mexican restaurant that serves healthy foods. Well, this was healthy. We had lamb chops that were oh, unbelievable. Healthy. We had the elote, which is the corn, you know, the, barbe- okay. the grilled, barbecue grill. Yeah, yeah, the grilled corn. Oh, man. It was, so, it was so good, and then we had tacos, and we had bracolini, we had conchita pibel, we had fish, we had carne asada, and we had pollo
2: tinga. How do you like that for my Mexican? You know. <laughs> <laughs> and now with Lent coming up, you have to really look at. I, I, have so, look at those I don't things. have any
1: gift cards for there, but I have gifts to give away. Okay. So, if you can tell me where the restaurant is, the name of the community. Where this wonderful restaurant is. And what's the name I, of it again? I'm going to do it again. It's called La Luna. And I will tell you that we were on Racine and 18th. Oh, so, goodness. there's a whole story about it in the review. So, just
2: figure that out. You don't even okay. have to read the review. Just go to the website. seven six
1: Let's see what we got on the phone. We got Chris from Joliet. Chris from Joliet. Hey, Yes, uh, good uh, afternoon. Good afternoon, how
2: are you today? How are you doing, Chris?
1: Good, I heard you talking about the Tony Stone at the uh, Goodman's? Yes. yes. Uh, directed, you want to know the director? I want the director's name, yes. Is it Ron O.J. Parson? You got, you got it, Fred, you, you got it. You got right. it. Stay on the line. We'll How get your information. Very good. I oh, love the play. The show is amazing. Look at my, read my review. It's around the town of Chicago. Just find the Tony. You'll love, if you love baseball, you're going to love this. And the cast I is amazing. I love baseball, and I'm wanting to see it. Thank yeah. you. All right, so stay on the line. Devin will get your information, and we'll get you there, okay? Thank you. Thank you. All right, let's get Ed and Carol Stream. Hey, Ed. Hey, Alan. I'm so- Hey, Alan. how are you guys doing today? Okay, Very we're good. doing great. How are you doing? Great. I was just one caller short from uh, Ron O.J. Parson. Ah, uh, uh, but we can still give you something. Don't worry. So you're, you're on Around the uh, Town. Yeah, you're on Around the Town. <laughs> Chicago, we give away something. Anything else you the, the, we can send you? To your curl stream? Uh, you want to go out to see Into the Woods in Aurora? Are you close oh, to that, Uru- You can go that to Aurora. That would be Awesome. Okay. All right. You're going there. That's where you're going, my friend. That's where you're going. So we got all oh, those taken awesome. care of. Great. See now you right, know. Stay Turn the line. We we'll get your information, and we'll get those
2: tickets out to you. Okay, my friend. Stay on. Okay. Thanks a lot, Alan. Thank you. Okay. Now you know. Turn off WGN and just listen to us. <laughs> <laughs> and, and our good friend
1: Well, Steve Dale's not out today. He's out of town. I think. Oh, is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were at the theater the other night with him. So before we go to break, I want to talk a little bit about. They miss. This is phenomenal.
2: This is yeah. the best yeah. I've seen in 25 yeah. years. It's It's been around for more than
1: that. No, but, I, the original is still my yeah, favorite. Yeah, and I think we have seen it. I think I'm I'm somewhere between 18 to 20 times. Yeah, we're in there. And I, and we just saw it recently in Milwaukee. They did a very nice job in Milwaukee, but nothing like this one. This production that's right now at the Cadillac Palace is by far one of the best that's been around. They've made some changes. they modified a few things. They have unbelievable talent. Uh, And one of the beautiful things is that one of Chicago's favorite actors is in this show. I'm not going to say his name, because, I'm and Frank, don't say it. I'm not, I mentioned his name in the review, and I mentioned him in the review, and I don't have any tickets to give away for him, is but I do have other gifts, and I have some nice restaurants that are wonderful places to go eat. So, 773-763-9278. He plays the innkeeper, who is... How do you say his name? Theodora? uh, Uh, No, Therrandir. Therrandir. T-H-E-R. Okay, that's the guy I want. Call me. Let me know his name. And I'm sure if you've seen plays at the Mercury and at uh, Drury Lane, and Marriott,
2: he's done shows at all those shows. He is now big time. He, but he, you know, everybody in this cast, from Valjean to Javert, they were so perfectly cast in this role. They were, it was just oh, and
1: phenomenal. And the effect that they did, the special when, effects when, when Javert, jumped, his, off the, uh, jumped off the bridge, was absolutely amazing. Jane almost ripped
2: the chair. Approaching it so tense, she didn't know what was going uh, I'm on. I'm still trying to figure out how they did because I never saw his hand lift for anything his in the back of no, him. When nothing.
1: he took his coat and closed it in the middle of the song, when he snapped, he was tying everything. Got tied. He was on a rope, and we and we were in the. Oh, in boy, the you eighth were row. so close. Yeah, uh, we were in the eighth row. Oh, I could I could visualize, I saw him going back.
2: Amazing. See, so I was in row T. Tells you where my priorities are. <laughs> so everything looks really cool there. But you know what? This is a nice theater. If you're in the center section, there are no bad seats yeah. at the
1: cattle. No, it was it was marvelous. So yeah. I I want to give away those tickets and let's see maybe we'll get somebody. You know, to do it's that. a
2: large orchestra. It's a good size orchestra. Okay. It's good acting. Okay. Special yeah. effects phenomenal. All right, so I we don't have tickets. To give away. I got something to give away. got on the line. Ike. Hello?
1: Yes, hi. Hi, how hi. are you? Uh, good, fine. Thank you. Good to hear you. It's good to be heard. So, what can we do for you? You got an answer for us? Um, La Luna, you mentioned the restaurant. I think it's in Little Village, isn't
2: it? Not quite Little Village. It's what? It's... Where the restaurants? Located. No, it's, it's very close. It's to right
1: that, next though. door. It's, it's, it's right next door, and it is a neighborhood that has been known to be Hispanic for a number of years, but it's now going through gentrification. It's so it a big changed. thing because their taxes went
2: up. <laughs> there <It laughs> could be, but look at the uh, website. So look at the story. I uh, come on, off the very beginning. You can think of it. What name an area in Chicago that they're complaining about right now about high property taxes when it's always been low? Eighteenth uh, Street,
0: right? Yeah, oh. it's in that
2: area. Right, right next door to Little Village, you can't. You little Village, and you go a little bit. Go go
1: to Racine and Eighteenth. Little Village is Twenty Sixth Street in Kedzie, and Stupelaski. So you got to go east, and you got to go a little further north. It's only
2: six letters long. Yeah, it's only six letters. Starts with a P. <laughs> Come on, name a neighborhood in Chicago that starts with a P. Pilsen, yeah, <laughs> we got it
6: all right.
1: <laughs> I <got the> man. <laughs> okay. all right, all right. So stay on Still the line to get your information. Enough. And on that, we can take we a, need break a break. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a little break. We'll see you on the other side, where we're going to be with our good friend. Uh, who's you know? We this is this is pest time. This is pasty day. Yeah. So what do we say? We, what's bugging you? That's so we'll be back at the end of this, at the little ad. end of these ad So we'll see you in a few minutes.
3: You'll love what you buy even more when you save. Hi, it's Will for Darwin, Chicagoland's largest furniture and mattress store. With the lowest prices on living room, dining room, bedroom furniture and mattresses. Live your best life when you buy better at Darwin.
1: Want to buy a watch? When I think of watches, I think Howard From. Since 1976, Howard has been the watch guy in Chicago. Top quality brands, including vintage Rolex, sales, service. It all awaits you at 5 South Wabash. Just call 312-332-5999. www.howardfrom.com. Not just quality watches. Diamonds and other gems are available as well as repairs. Howard has been my guy for a long time. Let him be yours, too. Looking for a sweet treat? Who isn't? When I need a sweet fix, I head for Jefferson Park and Delightful Pastries located at 5927 West Lawrence Avenue. But did you know that they are more than delicious, home-style European delicacies? For 25 years, they have prepared scrumptious pastries and baked goods, making every holiday special. But did you know they also have soups, quiche, party trays, and a great deal more? Stop in or visit them online at www.delightfulpastries.com. Let them cater your party as well as your next family special occasion. 773-545-7215. Delightful Pastries, their name says it all. Busy at work? Busy with kids? Have no time to cook? Or maybe you're tired of planning different meals for each family member? tired of expensive delivery companies that require membership? The answer is here. The answer is Meal Village. Meal Village, Chicagoland's fresh and local meal delivery service, delivers ready-to-eat meals direct from their local cloud kitchen to your home. Eat and eat in three minutes. Meal Village cooks prepared meals from scratch and delivers to over 80 communities around Chicago. There's something for everyone. Entrees, kids' meals, soups, salads, desserts, and even breakfasts. It's easy to order. From their website, www.mealvillage.com, by downloading the Meal Village app to your mobile device, or if you prefer, call one 888 610 610 2232. Their friendly and local customer service reps will guide you through placing your order. Meal Village. Fresh. Local. Delivered. Winter's coming, and with winter comes the perfect time for rodents and spiders and other crawling insects to invade your warm home, searching for shelter for the winter. Nothing is worse than an unknown visitor taking your holiday treats or potentially spreading harmful bacteria and diseases to your family. Want to keep the pest-free and stress-free all year long? Point Pest Control is now offering 30% off for any of their plans. Just use attc three O. You'll get thirty percent off when you call eight four seven six three seven zero three two six. Or visit their website at point P O I N T E pestcontrol.net. We all know Jake on the State Farm commercials. You know the young man in the red knit shirt and khaki pants. Have you ever seen him? Well, in reality, Jake is any agent for State Farm. They care about you and your family. Their job is to find the best program for your car, home, and life. They are all Jake, and my Jake is Dan De La Cruz, with offices in Villa Park at 100 East Roosevelt Road, 630-516-0092, and 7900 North Milwaukee Avenue in Niles, 847-324-9595. I have watched Dan grow his agency over the years, and in my opinion, he's the true representation of State Farms Jake. If you need someone to look at your coverage, show you the best program that dollar for dollar will do what's best for your family, call my Jake, Dan Little Cruz, at 630-516-0092 or 847-324-9595. Like a good neighbor, Dandelacruz is there.
3: Love what you buy even more when you save. Hi, I'm Will Harris for Darvin, Chicagoland's largest furniture and mattress store. We've proudly been part of this community for over 100 years, and we have it all. Living room, dining room, bedroom furniture, mattresses, area rugs, and much more. We have over 55,000 items in stock and ready to roll. With the lowest prices on quality brands, buy better at Darvin Furniture and Mattress.
2: This is Paul Lisnick, and you are listening to Around the Town Chicago.
1: And we are back. For those of you who heard the little message about Meal Village, go to www.mealvillage.com. Check and see if they deliver to your area by putting your zip code in. If they do... Call 773-763-9278, and if you've never used them before, and you call and say, I'm hungry, you're not even going to come on air with us, nobody's going to hear you on the air, Devin will take your information. And we will send you a gift card so you can start having food delivered to your home fresh and tasty. Frank, I'm and sorry, they still aren't doing your devices. They still won't do me. <laughs> yeah, they know they know you too well. Okay. <laughs> they got co- they have tough competition with me, that's the problem. Okay. So oh, let's talk to our friend Dan Seymour from Dan. De- Dan, are you here? Gentlemen, good afternoon. Good afternoon. How are you, How doing, doing, worry, my friend? Good, good. How's, uh, how's life there on Radio Land? It's really good. <laughs> it's Everything's great. good, and the sun is shining, and this crazy weather. i got to ask you, how does this weather affect all the insects and
2: rodents, and are they confused, too? <laughs> They're more aggressive. But, ah. Is that it? Because I noticed, you know, one day it's in the 40s and 50s, and the next day it's zero again. <laughs> it's like, this must drive them nuts. So what yeah, are people? Bouncing
1: all around. What should people be watching for? If they're more aggressive, are there things that they normally wouldn't have in February that are going to start showing up at your house?
0: I would say if the temperatures, if you get a warm enough day above fifty-five, sixty degrees, you're going to have all kinds of flying critters out, insects, etc.
1: Yeah, but my wife yeah, like noticed a couple of flies in the, the other day. The day was like fifty-three yeah. or fifty-four. She said. Why do we have flies in February?
0: Yeah, that's what that's what's going to happen. I mean, if you, you know, you don't stay below 40 degrees, things are going to come out. That's just that's the nature of the beast. And
2: you're going to be seeing them. So I was shocked. I threw garbage out and somebody threw a bag out in my garbage can that was still open, and I was surprised to see how many larvae were crawling around in my garbage can, luckily in the alley, but then when it got warm, I had flies around it. So I was surprised how fast oh, yeah. it goes. Okay,
6: so yeah, what should
2: people yeah. do besides call point? Okay. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. First, then, um, well, I, so actually, I was going to talk about fleas today. I mean, oh, I,
2: I that's have, right. Go ahead. I have dogs and cats, so yes, I'm, I'm concerned about dogs that. and cats. Oh my! <laughs> well, I mean, a lot of people are
0: going to have flea problems this time of the year because you know you're going to have indoor activities going on. And, and, and you know, if, if people might think they can, they're going to eventually go away, but they don't. I mean, they actually breed, you know, a female can have 50 new fleas a day and, um, you know, pets can get heartworm. Yes. Um, it's also the number one leading cause of uh, skin disease for, for animals when they allow fleas to fester. So they want to make sure that they're getting that problem taken care of.
2: But now how do we get fleas in the wintertime? I mean, I thought that's what the the kill cycle was because it's too cold for them, so you didn't have to give your dog the heartworm medication or a flea collar.
0: so you should those are the things people should do. But even, even during the winter time All the time, and here's oh. why because it, let's let's say see fleas and other animals can come in from raccoons and other wildlife from outside. So if it's a warm enough couple of days in a row. And there's, and, you know, and a, and a raccoon or a possum walks by and drops some fleas off, you know, near the back door or, or whatever. If they can jump onto people or critters and come inside the house with them when they're going out to take a bathroom break. So uh-huh. so fleas, yeah, they're coming really from the outside because of wildlife and things. So people have to realize that when it gets warm enough, it's not going to automatically kill the fleas. Then they can still have an entry or they can have a segue to, you know, get off those wild critters and get inside your house on your pets.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. Right, so
1: what do people do to make sure? Is there a way to, to keep an eye for that, to, to be aware of it or just look for it? Well,
0: I would say that if they're – if they're what I was going to say was if they're having an issue like this where this has occurred, I mean, they shouldn't be shocked. I mean, they, it does happen quite frequently. And they should definitely call, you know, point right away if they're having a problem like this because, again, fleas can multiply. A female can have 50 new fleas a day the eggs all down in the cracks in <laughs> the hardwood floors. You can't get rid of them that easily. So, wow. you need to have a thorough a thorough treatment done throughout the house. They have to get the pet dipped the morning of the treatment. They have to um, have all the bedding it has to be uh, washed at a high temperature. So, if somebody has this problem, don't let it go because it will not it, it will and another thing too, if they if they don't have a pet in there all the time, a flea can actually hibernate for up to 6 months without food. So, they can wow. lie and wait. And oh. um, you my. know, and wait for, and wait for. A, so you can't take your pet of the house either, because when you when you bring your pet back, they'll still be there. So it's so, it's something you have to get treated right away if you have a problem like that. So Don't you're delay.
2: so you're saying if I have a fleas in my house now, even putting a, fee, a flea collar on my dog and cat is not going to make a difference because it's already in the house, and they can so li- when
0: the fleas. Are t- so it will. It will. So the, the the collar on on the pet will help try to keep them off the pet. But if they're already in the house, they'll start biting you. Especially their cat fleas. They will. Oh. They will. They will use human blood.
2: Oh, really? Um, so
0: they will jump onto you and and, and bite you as well. What's yeah. the best
2: way to check to see if to you, get, you have fleas in your house?
0: I would say um, take a pair of white pants or a light colored pants. Tuck your tuck them into your socks. Walk around. If you get some black specks jumping on your legs, up to as high as a foot above your knee. You've probably
1: got fleece. Oh my! Oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm got a pair of white. I think I have a pair of. Um... I'm sure you i have seen you wear a pair of white pants uh, with your with black socks. They're called jogging in. shorts. That's how he dresses for Saturday night. <laughs>
0: If you guys if you guys go boating, you've got a pair of white pants. Come on. Guys.
2: Yes, I know. We do both of <laughs> us do, and Al's just laughing. Yes, he knows I have white pants. <laughs> of course, he has white pants and white shoes. <laughs> They're docksiders though. <laughs> okay, so that's a that's a good idea. That I just have to tuck those into my white socks and just roll around the house and see if anything pops onto them. All right, okay. And then uh, yeah,
1: you, then you you, again, get, you have get,
2: to call. What? Tell the
1: people yeah, the phone check. number to call. Get, get,
2: get, call. What number do they
1: call? Um, Six three zero okay
0: 5630 okay,
2: now, if I need to get my house decontaminated for this, do I have to leave the home for like twenty four hours or can I come back that evening?
0: what you want to do is allow the allow the technician access to the house right, make an appointment um have your have your bedding and all your linens and things in the washing machine okay um uh, and that includes the pet's bedding. You're going to take the pet to get dipped just to be sure that they don't have them on. Even though I have a, a collar, the collar might be old or worn out or something, okay. or if, if it's not fresh. Um, take them to get them dipped, and then we're going to come in there and do our thing for two hours. And then by lunchtime, they can come back in the house. Oh, okay. So oh, so that's not,
1: it's not like you have to move out. <laughs> okay, good. No, nah, you do not have to move out. Okay, <laughs> well, that's good. That, that makes it good. All right, so we got we learned something new today, Frank. That's for, now I'm going to be. I'm going to go find my white pants. Yeah, Frank's <laughs> got to go all dig through his closet, find his white pants again. Now here's the big and question, one more Frank. Thing too. What if they don't well, fit one more
2: him? Thing too. <laughs> He's game yeah, weight. What if they don't fit him? They're, they're going to fit. Don't <laughs> worry. I do have a pair that fit. No, because I do. I mean, I have two cats and a dog. So it's like, okie dokie. And now I'm going to have to look. It. And I stopped taking the collar. I took the collar off in November because it was wintertime. And I said, oh, they don't need this. Yeah, I think a lot of people are under that impression that once it gets to be a, a certain temperature
1: that it's over. But it's not because, first of all, the way this year has gone, we haven't had any consistency at all.
2: Yeah, that's and so that's what I was thinking. These sub cold days for a week destroys, you know, the the the, the eggs and stuff, so that when it warms up, it's still okay. But it seems it's not. Well, especially if they can they can lay low for six months. Yeah, that's kind of that's (laughs) That's kind of drive drive you crazy.
1: Okay, well, well we got, got that a warm done. Warm home on their wildlife. They've got they've got a warm home on the raccoon too.
0: So you know they have a nice place. All right, to well, stay we, I don't know, know if raccoon. we have too
1: many raccoons in, in Chicago. I know the suburbs <laughs> have, yeah. them, but we have raccoons, and we have also my kids' house. They have skunks in the oh. backyard occasionally, so they have to watch the dogs because the skunks are not friendly. Because I, I was just or sho- they are well, friendly.
2: Well, <laughs> well, I was shoveling the other hey, day, dude. and I noticed we had snow, and I noticed I'm getting burr holes underneath my deck. So I'm wondering if I'm getting animals crawling in underneath, but... Um, Groundhog, something like that, you can't... Oh, well, will I? okay, so I'm going to have to watch that and see... Groundhog, because... oh. Oh, and we just but had I Groundhog think, Day, one more,
0: too. <laughs> one more thing, one more yes. thing, gentlemen, too. Yes. Like, you have rodents in the inner city, and as you know, remember, people always think that rats gave people bubonic plague. It's actually the fleas that bit the rats under the floorboards... You know, came up above the floorboards and bit the people, and that's where they got bubonic plague. So even rats carry fleas as well. So uh-huh. that's you know, that disease of course. And
2: still. let's see, and you we're the, and we're considered horse the, horse the, horse the horse what horse? The, yeah. the rattiest city in the United I think, States. I, I think we've won that. Yeah, that we award. won that award again. So <laughs> yeah, we do have so rats. We might
0: have a couple of fleas, and I <laughs> do, <laughs> and I
2: do <laughs> see okay. rats in my neighborhood. So, and they're not the politicians. <laughs> well, we see those too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at well, the alderman's office. <laughs> no. But, oh, great. Right. So give us that number one yeah, more time for know. people. Man, let's give the number.
0: Uh,
1: 630-506-5630. And the website is? Uh, I don't have off the top of my head, actually. I don't oh. have to memorize I think that, it's so com,
2: right? Is it, it probably is. That'll work, yeah. That'll work. Anything. Well, just put my new website. website. A,
1: it's on my website. Okay. Okay. It's, it's a, around the town Chicago. has that right up there with, with a link. So you, can, if you don't want to bother, you go to around the town Chicago, find the, the point pest, and you click that, and it'll take you right to their website. We are working together. Yes. We we'll get you there. Okay. <laughs> Sounds good. All right. Thank we'll you so much for joining us, and
2: we'll see you next time. remember, month. it's point P O I N T E. Right. Point so, with an E. Yeah. It's, okay. It's on the go website. Great to talk to you guys. All right, Dan, we'll talk to you next next month. month.
1: Have have a good rest of this. There's not much left of February. Enjoy Fat Tuesday.
2: Tuesday, Okay. Winter's (laughs) almost over, Dylan. Right, right. Okay, thank you. (laughs) Okay, so that's good to know. You know, and people forget, yeah, they always, bl- the brats got the the blame for the bubonic plague and all that. Yeah, it was so really, it's a, really the fleas. It's the fleas. There okay, are the fleas. Okay, there's a song, part.
1: My Dog Has Fleas. It's it <laughs> there's it a about reason that. for that. All right, so I went to see a play because we had a little confusion, because Julia got sick, so she had oh. to switch things around. Hope you feel better, Julia. Yeah, she's supposedly getting there. That's why you were at the, where you were last oh. night. So I went to see Anna in the Tropics. Ah, all right. I don't know how many people are cigar smokers out there. I was just going to ask you about that one. That's what Anna is all about. It's a, it's a little town and a bunch of Cuban people who are living in this town in Florida, from t- in Tampa, and they make Cuban cigars, and they hand-roll the cigars. And this is going back into the 20s, and it talks about how you get those people to work and do that. They bring in what they call a lector, who is a reader. So this gentleman reads romantic books to these ladies while they sit there and they roll those cigars and they stuff the tobacco. And that's what makes it so workable. That's why their cigars were always the best. That's what the story is no, all about. No machines, real you. Yeah, right, no machines. But in the story, there is a, the man who owns this has a half brother who wants to put in machines and get rid of the workers. Uh-huh. and the workers don't want that to happen and the book that is being read by this new reader is a book called Anna Karenina which by the way the the ballet is is doing oh. right now at the same time so what happens is they, they develop a cigar that actually will have that name and if you notice all the the great cigars have female names Oh, that's I never thought Think of about that it that way. They're all women's names, all the ones burial, joy, whatever. They all were. So in this play, there is some romantic things that happen because the the husband of one of the daughters of the lady who's in charge is the husband's fooling around. So she ends up falling in love with the lector, and there's a whole romantic thing, a wild scene that is just amazing. All right, it's a beautiful play. It's a theater wit. It is. Just really amazing. I was so happy. I'm sorry, Julia, but <laughs> Julia was sick, and I got to go at her place because yeah, I love. I, I second of it.
2: I stopped when I saw your article because you know you show women smoking cigars and stuff, right? And I, and so I never knew that. To buy. I have a pair of tickets for that, Joe. Very That's good. Theater wit over on Belmont,
1: and all I need to know is the lady's name who plays Ophelia. Okay, around the town, Look at Anna in the tropics and you will find her name. Call 773 763 9278 and that pair of tickets is yours.
2: So tell me, did they use uh, fake cigars to light up with that red on the end or anybody smoke a real one? I don't think they smoked a real one, but I think they have some pretty good fake ones. Yes, okay. but sometimes you you see them all with the lighter. We went to that play earlier right. last uh, last week where They're trying to light the fake cigar, and sometimes yeah, they well, it's, like, yeah. Sometimes <laughs> when they light the <laughs> fake
1: cigarette, they, the, the lighter doesn't the, light, but the cigarette does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because it's all done by your breathing, uh, and it, it just it, depending on how close you sit. If you sit in the Paul Lisnic seat, yeah. which is row one, then you always see
2: everything. That's oh, happening. you and I wasn't we went to play at the Raven Theater. We were in the front row, and you right. see. Everything when they're yeah. trying to light it.
1: Yeah, because <laughs> you're in the first row. But then they, well, they tried to put another row in. They were trying to add a row in front of us. And I said, no, no, you're not doing that. I, if I'm in the first row, I'm in the first row. we got to make sure we got that. I have another question that I want to ask about La Luna. Okay. If you go to aroundthetownchicago.com and you read the story, tell me our server's name, what her name is, and I will give you... A gift certificate to go to Prairie Grass in Northbrook. It's a farm-to-table, unbelievable restaurant. Is my gift to you. All you got to do is tell me her name. Okay, simple, easy. We try to make everything easy. Uh, I interviewed David. Right, you couldn't. You were working, yep. so I had. Uh, Everybody knows. First Folio the Theater at Oakbrook yes. is closing. This is I the end know. of it. I'm supposed to be at going. An end of an era. Yes, it is 27 years, I believe, from the time that David and his and his late wife Life. Allison oh. decided to bring feeder to the western suburbs. That was non-musical. That was something there. It could be a variety, and and they got people like Dale Benson and all the, all the top-notch actors in Chicago, and they were at this wonderful estate called the Maize Lake. It's just a beautiful, beautiful setting, a museum, and and Frank used to love it because there was always easy parking, and it didn't cost anything, and uh, it was amazing. It it and it's over. Uh, this is the show they're doing now. Closes it all, but I, we're going to have we're going to have David on Very uh, in two weeks and thank him uh, formally for what he brought to Chicago Land Theater. Uh, he's still on the Jeff Committee now, and he's 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 not totally retiring. Uh, he will still be I'm in a lot of. I'm surprised he
2: didn't try, and he, I think he mentioned why, but I'll have to ask him too. why he didn't try and get somebody else to take over. Just- I think he wanted it just to be what it's a legacy it it was
1: remember Allison passed away and it was their dream and and they produced it and now his life is going on and it makes sense it it might be better better to have it as a memory and then maybe somebody will open another theater in that place Mm -hmm. in the future and have some kind of dedication to them. And, and that it was was kind of cool. Because
2: during the summer, they used to do the outdoor theater, right. especially a lot of Shakespeare stuff. Well, that's stuff. what their
1: big thing yeah. was. They, they were the first ones yeah. to do the outdoor.
2: And it was so nice. And it's going to be sad to see an end like this. Well, when he's happy... I talked with him. He's very happy as about long as, his you life. You know what? As long as he's happy, his, his life wife is going beautiful. forward. They were both on our TV show when we were filming in Skokie. Right. They were so wonderful. Yeah, so they're, it's, just,
1: it's, they're super nice people. You know, they've always been always good quality theater. Very, very quality. All right, so let's we got Pat and Darian. Pat, yes. Hi there. How are you, Pat? Good. What can I we do I for mention- you? You had mentioned, you want to know the, the server's name? Yes. Luna? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, was it Elena? It was. It was. All right. We got it. Okay. So we're going to send you to a restaurant called Prairie Grass. You're going to get a $50 gift certificate to go up to Northbrook. It's in Skokie Boulevard in Northbrook. It is a marvelous, marvelous, whatever you have, it's all good. It's the best. So hang on the line. We'll get your information, and we'll get you off there, okay? Okay, thanks a lot. Thank you. Have a great day. So, Andy in yeah. Andy and Evanston. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Um, How are you? Good, good. Beautiful, sunny afternoon. It is. We're inside right now, but I can't wait to get back out in the sun. <laughs> there you go.
0: Uh, calling about Anna in the tropics.
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, yes. I have a question for you, Andy. What is your last name? Fedorovsky. Yeah, I think you can't. You're not eligible to win anything right now. I, oh, okay. I, I, okay you, I think in the last sixty days you've won. We've you, won something. Oh, OK. I, I mean, I have your name on, on my sheet, so I'm, I'm, I appreciate your calling. But we have certain rules and regulations on how many things you can win in the values, because otherwise uh, Uncle Sam says, hey, Andy, you've got to pay us taxes on that. OK, understood. Okay. All right. No, no, but problem. thank you for calling. I do appreciate it. You bet. Bye bye.
2: Bye. So. Oh, so if people want to go to First Folio. This is their last week. Okay, I think this is and it. Sunday this coming Sunday so mm-hmm. they do have tickets for Thursday, Friday, Saturday and Sunday. So okay. this so get down there show your support to this in wonderful Oak Brook
6: theater. And
1: it's uh, it's on a beautiful and with the weather like I'm, it is now. I think
2: I'm supposed to be there Thursday night. Yeah. I'm almost at. make sure
1: a little early and walk around because the it's area is just gorgeous estate. and
2: in the building there's some beautiful things.
1: Okay. So we got Don on the north side? Yes Dan? sir. Dan? Dan Dan Don who? Dan. Right Dan Dan yeah. Dan. How you doing Dan?
4: Great. Local musician here in town and oh. working around a bunch of places.
1: Ah oh. Oh,
4: very good. Yeah. So uh you know, I'm thinking about trying to do some uh, piano work somewhere or a place I had. I was working at uh uh, uh I was working at Sate top of Lake Point Tower and they went bankrupt and so forth. I made about twenty five hundred bucks over there. Oh, but yeah. uh uh, I'd like to. I'd like to uh, make myself available for any kind of things that you might know of, or and uh, the shows. Uh, I'd be happy to go to one of your shows. It'd be great. All
1: right. Well, I can. You want to go up and, and see a show up in, uh, in up in uh, which one? It? Which one are we sending him? Oh, well, I'm gonna send him to the show that we just talked about. Ride. How about ride the cyclone? Can you go Thursday night? Can you do Thursday show? That's. Uh, that is coming up this Thursday. This, this Thursday. This Thursday. It's a uh, ninety-minute show. You'll love it. Uh, can you get me on next Thursday? There ah. is no next Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's only—it's closing be, next
4: week. The shows. I did a lot of shows. Uh, let me see, Thursday night. Uh,
1: yeah, I could probably do it. All right, stay say on the line. Give all the information to Devin, and we'll get that to you by email. We'll take care of you so you can go see the show. It's a interesting musical. It, it's, the music is very very different. You'll enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, that's
4: great. Okay. Well, it's good talking to you, and right. uh, what I like to do is maybe send you
1: an email. I'll send uh, you with, something uh, uh, so you can give me your information, and then I'll, I'll pass it out to some people. Yeah. Oh, that'd be super, man. There's always great. new yeah.
2: nightclubs opening up and things that open up, and especially when it comes to piano. Yeah, so.
1: we'll, we'll, we'll see what we can do to help you, my friend. That's part of what sure. what we're all about is helping the others. We want everybody that's to great. be happy and everybody to have, be entertained, okay? It, great. Now I'll help you whenever you need me. Okay? Nice. Oh. okay, stay on the line. Devin will get your info. Okay, sir. Thank you. Thanks. Okay. Now, next week, you know that in this time, in, in doing, we're going to be doing the What's Cooking with Dobra. So. She's busy right now, right now, doing, doing everything for Fat my, Tuesday, for Fat order, Thursday. <laughs> I
2: put my order in yesterday for 48 donuts, Fat Punchkis. 48 Portuguese. For, because of the operating room. Oh, I that,
1: thought those were re- for oh, you. no, no. You're <laughs> I mean, you are ordering some know, coffee. Before my diet. I put <laughs> <ate> 48 <laughs> Punchkis before I go on <laughs> Weight Watchers. <laughs> I'll have that to go, please. So, so I, what are you
2: doing this week? You're go, see. Going, we you got, see. I know you got the Writers' Theater that's coming. I'm going to
1: Writers' Theater when Jane Jane's going to Mexico. Oh, with good. her daughters, so she's going to
2: en- You didn't have enough Mexican food no, here. No, she, <laughs> yeah, she's going to go there with
1: her daughters. So I am going to see. I'm going this week to uh, Monday night. I'm going somewhere. I'm going to see Mountain Top, and I'm going to uh, the Zephyr uh, Wolf on Tuesday morning, and I'm going to Villette at Looking Glass, and I'm going to the Mercury for something on Thursday. Where's the Inviscus Theater now for Mountain Top? The mountaintop oh. is on Thorndale, 1106 Thorndale. Oh, it's one of those little small Thorn. Uh, yeah, it's a small theater. The small theater. Yeah, and then I'm going. Then we're going to see once on Friday night at the uh, Writer's Theater. And then I'm going Saturday morning to see Charlie Brown. You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's the 10 a.m. That's the that, Children's that's Theater. That's the Children's Theater. And uh, You've got your, I, I have got I go to Hertz Rent the Kid. Very good.
2: <laughs> and guess what? We're, we're out, out of time to see you at the theater, everybody. You
1: have you at the a theater. good week.
2: And,
0: The preceding program, Around the Town Chicago, has been sponsored by Alan Breslov, and to the extent applicable, their guests. The views and opinions expressed therein do not necessarily reflect those of NewsWeb Radio Company or its management.
7: NBC News Radio. I'm Tammy Trujillo. President Biden is expected to defend the continued U.S. commitment to supporting Ukraine when he visits Poland this week. As according to National Security Advisor John Kirby. Speaking on Fox News Sunday, Kirby said the U.S. will continue to work with Ukraine as Russia's war rages on. Biden will mark the one-year anniversary of the Russian invasion by meeting with the Polish president and other NATO allies in Warsaw starting on Tuesday. The U.S. has officially called off the search for debris from three unidentified objects shot down by the military last week weekend. The Pentagon says it didn't find anything after fighter jets downed the objects in remote areas over Alaska, Canada and Lake Huron. Intelligence experts believe the objects were not connected to China's spy program. The FBI is now analyzing sensors from the Chinese spy balloon that was shot down off the South Carolina coast earlier this month. A U.S. senator from Ohio says residents should be skeptical about contamination after the toxic train derailment near East Palestine.
0: Both the state and the federal EPA, um, administrators said that Um, But when you return to your home, we think the water is safe. But when you return to your home, you should be tested again uh, for your water and your soil and your air, not to mention those that have their own well.
7: Speaking on CNN's State of the Union, Democrat Sherrod Brown says people have a right to be worried despite government reassurances. Brown added Congress is partly to blame for failing to regulate rail systems. But the real problem is too much corporate influence. Meta is announcing its plans to test a month subscription service, so-called Meta verified will let users verify their accounts using a government ID to get a blue badge. The bundle for Facebook and Instagram will retail for $11.99 on the web and $14.99 on iOS and Android. The service will be rolled out in Australia and New Zealand this week with other countries to follow. You're listening to The Latest. I'm Tammy Trujillo. Jonas Pazito, live, local, and progressive on WCPT Willow Springs is powered by ComEd. See how ComEd is preparing for a clean energy future at ComEd.com slash clean energy.
3: This is a WCPT A20 Heartland Signal News Minute. The state of our state is stronger than it has been in decades, and we're getting stronger every day. That's Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker delivering his State of the State address in the House Chamber in Springfield, February 15th. The governor touted the fiscal responsibility of his administration's first term and the many debts it cleared off the state's books during those four years. With the anticipation of strong revenue receipts ahead, Pritzker outlined his budget for fiscal year 2024. We're finally investing in what really matters. Improving education and making college more affordable. Modernizing our transportation systems. Improving public safety and assisting law enforcement to make our neighborhoods safer. Cutting taxes on small businesses. Attracting new businesses and so much more. For WCPT 820 and Hart- plan signal. I'm Andy Miles.
4: It's the season for cold floors and high energy bills, and Permaseal can help with that by giving you 15% off all insulation products through the end of February. Hi, I'm Roy Spencer. Permaseal is known as the experts in basement waterproofing and foundation repair. But did you know that we can also make your basement and crawl space warmer and your upstairs living space more comfortable? Our permafoam and silver glow products can be installed in just one day and are twice as effective as old-fashioned fiberglass bats. With 44 years experience and over 500,000 Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana homeowners served, Permaseal is proud to be the oldest, most experienced, family-owned waterproofing and foundation repair company in Chicagoland. You can count on our team, to provide you with a peace of mind that comes with a dry basement, structurally sound, and healthy home. Call Permaseal today to schedule a free evaluation and save 15% off insulation services during the month of February. 800-421-SEAL or visit permaseal.net. Your best 4P and better,
6: Permaseal.
0: This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-530-2423. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-530-2423. That's 800-530-2423
2: this february fall in love with something that'll take your breath away a porsche from the porsche exchange in highland park move fast and lease the new 2023 porsche Macan for only $7.99 a month for 36 months don't be left broken hearted reserve your porsche with us today
0: the Porsche Exchange in Highland Park. Visit 4Porsche.com, The number for Porsche.com. 8694 to excludes tax title license and doc fee. No security deposit required. Expires February 28th.
7: The following program, the Doris Davenport Show, All Local All The Time, is brought to you in part by Doris Davenport. The views and opinions therein do not represent those of Newsweb Radio Company or its management.
5: Doris Davenport is out this week feeling under the weather. She's been trying to get Brandon Johnson on the schedule, but he is busy on the campaign trail and steadily rising in the polls. She thought it would be fun to compare what he was thinking after passing his first piece of legislation as Cook County president with what he's thinking now. And then after that, she'll be joined by Pam Morris. So here's Brandon with Doris back in August 24th, 2019.
8: Has substance abuse or gambling taken priority in your life? Are you looking for a change? Visit waybackin.org. waybackin.org. This ad is supported by the Proviso Township Mental Health Commission. Good morning and welcome to the Doris Davenport Show. I am your host, Doris Davenport. We're getting off to a little bit of a late start this morning, but that's alright. We've got a lot of good conversation that we're going to have with you today. Uh, starting off, we want you to know that we want you to join us. Give us a call at 773-763-9278. This is WCPT Progressive Talk Radio right here in Chicago. This is the beginning of the weekend lineup, and we want to make sure that you can get in on the conversation. We're going to have a lot of things to talk about today. You know, we're living in some pretty precarious times. We've got literally a trade war going on with China. We've got a president who believes, well, he's revealed now his most inner narcissistic thoughts. Now, he has said a lot of things, but now I think this, I think he has really gone over the top. I think every psychiatrist, that can hear my voice, those that have ever written a book, those that have ever been certified with a license of any kind, will be in conversation, huddled this week to figure out what is going on with number 45. What am I talking about? The president of the United States of America, Mr. Donald Trump, has said he sees himself as the chosen one. That's right, folks. He said that the people in Israel call him the king of the Jews. Well, I have heard it all. But... Apparently, also, we've got a Trump-affiliated organization called America Rising that has launched um, a Midwest arm called Illinois Rising. It's an opposition research firm, and they are targeting Democratic candidates. So watch out, folks, because they've got you in your crosshairs if you're a Democratic elected official. We've got thousands of acres of land in the Amazon forest in Brazil that are burning as we speak. There are Hundreds of wildfires burning across the country. There are budget crises everywhere and right here at home. Affordable housing is a growing problem across the country, and particularly in urban dwellings. There are some states like Minneapolis that are addressing this problem of affordable housing better than others. And uh, some of them are even looking at eliminating those zoning laws. You know, the ones I'm talking about, the zoning laws that say one house, one yard, one family. Uh, they're causing a lot of segregation, as they were intended to do. And some states are beginning to eliminate those laws. Chicago, Illinois, not one of them. Homelessness is becoming an everyday battle with millions living paycheck to paycheck. Wages are still down. The stock market is erratic. Most single family homes are run by women who are still battling for equal pay. On the home front, we're dealing with a version, one way or another, of all, on the, all of the above. Governor Pritzker passed an enormous budget this year, one that a lot of people applauded him for. Well, there were a lot of good things in it, but there were also a lot of regressive taxes that we cannot deny, hitting all Americans across the board, regardless of your income. And yes, those potential revenue generators that everybody's been looking at, casino, cannabis, they're not looking as shiny as they once were. We've got a new governor, we've got new city council members, and we've got a new mayor. We've also got a new Cook County commissioner that I like to call used to call him a newbie, but I can't call him a newbie anymore. Like I like to remind him because he's already passed his first piece of legislation. My guy is back. That is Cook County Commissioner, Cook County Commissioner, Brandon Johnson. Welcome back to the Doris Davenport show.
3: Hey, thanks, uh, Doris. It's good to be back on this uh just wonderful Saturday morning.
8: Well, after everything that you just heard, that sounds like a whole lot of gloom and doom. But I want to ask you this on a personal note. You have an absolutely beautiful family. I always tell you that one of my most treasured pictures in my photo album is one that I took with you, with your wife, and your kids. I love that picture. How are you guys enjoying the summer?
3: Yeah, it's been good. In fact, um, looking forward to this weekend. We're going going camping uh, this weekend. Yeah, so I think it's like three black families in all of Cook County uh, camp on a regular basis, and we're one of them. And um, so that's a, a nice little plug for our forest preserves of Cook yeah. County. Uh, we're gonna be at uh, Bullfrog. Um, I guess I shouldn't be telling people everybody my business, but well, that's true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but we'll have security in detail, uh, but we're enjoying the summer. It's been great. I was just getting an update from my wife because uh, Ethan is playing in his first soccer game for the fall, and they're up two to one. So go Ethan's team. I don't Go know Ethan's team. Just, team. That's all right.
8: Yeah, that's so, all
3: right. But we're doing good. Enjoying the summer, um, but obviously looking forward to the school year starting. My wife has all of the school supplies already lined up at the door. Really, it's been there for like. <laughs> like a couple weeks now, so I know she's ready.
8: She's organized, because yeah, I know she also organizes all of their um, extracurricular activities in That's the right. summertime. I've That's been right. to their recitals,
3: yeah, and yeah, they're doing great. They are. They enjoy. And so we've had a chance to participate in different camps. So my, my children. Mm-hmm. Um, Owen's on the violin. Ethan's on the cello. And Brayden uh, is playing the viola. We're trying to get her to play the piano, too. So it's been good. A lot of lot of, lot of good activity. Mm-hmm. Um, today is going to be very busy, uh, hanging out with constituents throughout the first district. Yeah, right. Several different activities and events after the show. So, But it's been a good summer, though. Well, I'm
8: glad to hear that. Um, I think with all the doom and gloom that's going on and all the kinds of issues that we're going to be talking about today, it becomes important to really think about what matters, right? All of it matters, of course. But let's not forget about family, folks. My mom was here with my sister, one of my sisters and two of my nieces. They were here for a week. And I tell you, it was just treasured memories. The entire week was beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah. Now, let's get into some of the politics that are going on right here. As I said, we've got a new governor, new city council members, and we've got a new mayor. And uh, the new mayor is coming up on her 100 days, her first 100 days. Next week on the 27th, she's going to be giving her first budget address. A lot of people are speculating on what's going to happen. She's got a city council that she revamped. Uh, she's going maybe her first test could be whether or not the teachers union is going to strike. We're going to talk about that. I know you've got a lot of inside knowledge there. Uh, she has been um, um, really pulling the reins back on the power of the city council. What do you think about these first 100 days and what do you think we can expect in this budget address?
3: Well, I mean, I think the first 100 days have been, um, I guess it's been mired in sort of mixed, um, I, I guess, uh, uh, signs of um, struggle. Yeah. But um, some potential there. Um, I think for the most part, there is. Um, a great deal of disappointment, particularly for those of us who are on the left, those of us who are progressive. Um, in you know her initial uh, start, um, she's obviously. But she's
8: a progressive, isn't she?
3: You know, a lot of people claim that. You know what? What we really need to see is really bold transformational ideas mm-hmm. that come into fruition, and it's something that I. You know, certainly um, did not hesitate, did not stumble or stammer um, in my, you know, introduction into to, to to elected office. That people elect you around a certain set of values, mm-hmm. and it's incumbent upon us who are elected to be responsive to those values that people um, rest their hopes in. Mm-hmm. And so, when I think about these first 100 days, um, it's very clear that the the new mayor um, is lining up for an, an austerity budget. Mm. Um, I think we should begin to anticipate um, a great deal of cut. Um, you know, the the, the 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 whole notion around um, the cuts, closures, efficiencies and mm-hmm. consolidations, which is um, certainly cloaked in austerity, which austerity budgets are quite frankly are just racist budgets. Mm-hmm. Um, they disproportionately impact black people, brown people, poor people. And, you know, the fact that she has, you know, she ran on. Um, supporting an elected representative school board. She becomes mayor and says, nah, never mind. So she's backed away from the elected representative school board. Uh, there was a strong uh, coalition of individuals organizing and fighting for affordable housing um, in Chicago. And now there's there's tremendous disappointment there uh, because bad news has been delivered to that coalition that affordability is not going to be at the top of the, pro- the priority uh, and for this mayor.
8: just to get into a little bit more detail, what you're speaking about is uh, this coalition had been, well, it wasn't just the coalition. I mean, it was actually, frankly, part of her platform. Uh, mayor Lori Lightfoot, when she ran for mayor, s- spoke very bl- boldly about using the tr- real estate transfer tax right. uh, to be able to help the affordable housing. Housing initiatives, And she has totally reversed um, her decision on that to the extent that she's gone to the legislature now and she wants them. She's asking them to use that. Uh, let her use that real estate transfer tax to plug her uh, budget hole. Yep. And that is disappointing to yeah, say the least.
3: It's, a, it's very disappointing instead of asking and demanding that rich people pay their fair share in taxes. That's mm-hmm. a progressive bold idea um, that that, you know, still rests in her arsenal, if you will, if she so chooses to do that. Um, but, yeah, certainly reneging. And backpedaling on her campaign promises Mm -hmm. and now that she's been sworn in, um, is very disappointing. Um, the fact that, you know, I know we're going to get into this, but the fact that there isn't a very strong commitment, there's nothing in writing securing social workers, counselors, nurses, small class sizes for our teachers. Mm -hmm. Um, we do know that there has been a step in the direction that we've been pushing, um, educators in Chicago with the leadership of the Chicago Teachers Union for A school system that every child deserves in Chicago and, and, and her retreat from that Mm -hmm. presentation and ideology is certainly a disappointment to the 25,000 members of the Chicago Teachers Union, but the 400,000 families that rely upon the public schools, um, to educate their children. So, so I'm gonna think about the first 100 days and think about, you know, the fact that, that there is a retreat from, you know, education justice, housing justice, um, this, this effort to, to move an austerity budget the anticipation that those of us who pay attention to this stuff have for cuts and closures and consolidations efficiencies, these are the same conservative policies that have governed um, in America for far too long, that the hope of seeing a real light shed on individuals who have been um, essentially protected you know, by the previous administration and the one before that, and that's the 1%, the wealthy, um, that suddenly there's a dimming that's happening um, around those folks, but yet somehow um, our vulnerabilities are still being exposed and they're not being addressed. So there's, there's tremendous disappointment. No one is under any illusion about the challenges that were inherited, um, but that's why we step up to lead, is to take on those challenges and then to challenge those who have been at the front line for far too long, and that's your wealthy, your 1%, your corporations, that basically say, look, you're going to have to wait, that we're going to be responsive to the individuals that put us here. And that's what people expected from her, and that's what she hasn't delivered on this far.
8: I wonder um, uh, how much change we can really expect uh, when you, you we've, we've got the change at the top, yes, on the fifth floor, but if you really look at most of the leadership positions in the middle, and, you know, people say it's, it's really that uh, midsection of government that kind like moves things and gets things going. Most of those people are still Emmanuel
3: appointed people or hired people. Right. Her entire negotiating team, essentially um, that's been negotiating with the Chicago teachers union. It's, it's ROMS team mm-hmm. uh, the same attorney that worked for the previous administration and the one before that. And so, no, there hasn't been like a real effort to you know, sort of eradicate the system of individuals um, who um, are tethered to administrations that have been responsible for the the largest school closings in the history of America, um, the 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 greatest pushout of black voters, black Americans in any other city, right across the, the 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 United States. And so there is um this there is this real just sort of lack of vision mm-hmm. um, that is that is being imagined in this moment. What's interesting though, Doris, is that in the midst of us fighting for education justice and housing justice, um, and the mayor reneging on and those. environmental justice. And environmental justice mm-hmm. and the mayor reneging on these promises, um, that, you know, the deals like Lincoln Yards, Sterling Bay, you know, which is going to cost taxpayers billions of dollars over the course in the life of this deal, um, they were not asked. Uh, to to rethink mm-hmm. or to renegotiate, yeah. But when it comes to the lives of black children, brown children, poor people, we're always being asked to wait, to tolerate, to accept the conditions in which have been created um, by generations of of neglect. And when you have the political moment that we're in right now, um, uh, Doris, you have a billionaire governor who, with 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 all of the challenges that we're facing as a state, you have a billionaire governor that is saying out loud that those at the top have to pay their fair share. Um, you have a billionaire governor that basically said, look, if you're in jail, you shouldn't be disenfranchised. You should be able to, to vote, right? I mean, you have a governor that has demonstrated, um, a great deal of commitment, uh, to some of the bold transformational ideas that we've been pushing forward. Um, and here you have someone like the mayor who, you know, comes from very humble beginnings, um, you know, has, was raised by the working class. And if black and brown people can't find justice in a mayor who ostensibly relates um, to the experiences that many people have in the city of Chicago, that doesn't leave a whole lot of hope. Um, for people. And so this is why we have to push her to do right by her campaign promises. And
8: you're hearing from Commissioner Brandon Johnson, my guest on a monthly basis. I like bringing Brandon in because we can look at these issues from the left, from the right and from the middle. We're going to get deeper into the politics of what's going on in the city and the county and the state of Illinois when we come back. Stay tuned. This is the Doris Davenport Show.
6: (laughs)
3: Chicago's Progressive Talk, WCPT 820, where facts matter.
8: And welcome back to the Doris Davenport Show. This is Saturday morning. And we are coming to you live from WCPT 820. The call-in number is 773-763-9278. Laura, I see you. We're going to get to you in just a moment. I've got Commissioner Brandon Johnson in the studio with me from the Cook County Board of Commissioners. Before we went on break, we were talking about the um, issues that are facing the mayor as she comes up on her first 100 days, and she's going to be giving her budget address. What I want to ask you, Brandon, before we take Laura's call, is I want to get into uh, the politics of the potential strike by the CTU. It's no secret that every mayor prior to Lori Lightfoot coming in had to deal with the teachers union in one way or another. We've had some formidable leadership there. Uh, Sharkey, who was the vice president, um, hasn't really been tested as yet. So I think a lot of people are going to be looking to see what kind of leadership skills he can muster. But even aside from that, it's no secret that CTU was the largest support base for uh, Cook County president, Madam uh, Tony Preckwinkle, who ran against Lori Lightfoot as mayor. Do you think that many people will be looking at this uh, battle that is definitely brewing between CTU and Mayor Lightfoot as um more of a battle between Preckwinkle and Lightfoot and whether she's influencing them?
3: That's a good question. And, um, you, know, I, you know, I understand, you know, Doris, we live in Chicago, right? So everyone, you know, wants to understand sort of the political dynamics of these conversations. Mm-hmm. And I think the the fact of the matter is Lori Lightfoot ran on our platform, mm-hmm. right? So this is, and as many people did, um, she embraced the, 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 the fullness of, quite frankly, what made her candidacy possible. Mm-hmm. Um, you do not get um, a Lori Lightfoot without a Karen Lewis and the Chicago Teachers Union, you just mm-hmm, don't. Mm-hmm. Um, the Chicago Teachers Union has been extremely forceful in shifting the discourse here in, in Chicago, not just about education, but about housing, about public safety, mm-hmm. um, and it's important that when you know you have an opportunity to help shift the dynamics politically for children in Chicago who have been um, disinvested in, mm-hmm. you know, over decades now, and particularly Black children. Let's not lose sight of that. You know, the fact that she ran on supporting an elected representative school board and then turns around and says, you know what, let's let's not enfranchise Mm -hmm. uh, black families um, who had to go on hunger strikes, um, who, um, you know, had to lead massive boycotts um, over the years of decades in this city to just receive access to public accommodations. Mm -hmm. She said she believed in social workers having enough of them. Nurses, counselors, clinicians, small class sizes. She said she agreed with all of that. Mm -hmm. And so we're just simply asking her to keep and maintain her promise. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that's unreasonable. And so I think that what becomes clear in this moment is you can tell an awful lot about a person and who they really are when they are in the midst of a a, a battle. And our position hasn't changed. Mm -hmm. As educators and as a a labor organization, I'm leading the education justice fight across this country, that it was the same labor group that pushed the former mayor out the same Chicago teachers union that forced people like Cory Booker, who is now running for president, who is now distancing himself from privatization. Um, And so it's it's that type of bold, transformational leadership that's required in this moment, because if we're not fighting to secure education and opportunities Mm -hmm. for poor children in in Chicago, how do how do we explain not investing in their education knowing that one of the great economic drivers for someone's success, particularly black people, is obtaining education? You know, and so you know, it's 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 fascinating. As as I think there was a a commercial one earlier. I think something that you mentioned earlier. Um, just the number. I think I was reading something earlier. The number mm-hmm. of Black women um, who have bachelor's degrees now. It's like yeah. the largest concentration subgroups mm-hmm. um, in the country. And what what the mayor has to get right on mm-hmm. is how do you make sure as a Black woman. The first black woman elected to be mayor of Chicago. Say it. How do you make sure that the people who have been fighting desperately for decades to secure the basics in public education, social workers, nurses, counselors, small class sizes, things in which she agreed on. Mm -hmm. Do everything in your power to ensure that as fast as possible. Mm -hmm. Everyone else. Your billionaires, your corporations, they expect stuff to happen for them immediately. Mm -hmm. But somehow black children in particular are being asked to wait, wait for something that was promised to them Mm -hmm. on the campaign trail.
8: Well, listen, let me ask you. So we've we've looked at affordable housing, renege. I mean, these are I'm not being political. This is this is you know, we're at WCPT 820 where facts matter. Right. So we're going to call it like it is Um, renege education. Um, I'm not sure I'm prepared to say renege because they're in the middle of those negotiations. So we don't yet know what uh, side the mayor is going to come down on when it comes to keeping her word on the counselors and the class sizes, because that's still part of the negotiation. Is that right?
3: Yes. And she has put nothing in writing. No, that's correct. There's There's nothing nothing in, writing. in
8: writing as of yet. But we're going to hold out for that one because the jury's still out. Um, another big one that is an undeniable one it's one thing to have, a, um, you know, a battle going on with the FOP, but it's a whole nother thing uh, to be in support of the traditional practices and procedures of the police department itself. So this whole issue of criminal justice reform, when you talk about all of our underserved communities in Chicago, West Side, South Side, that have been so underserved for so long, so unprotected for so long, so under resourced, um, feeling unsafe every single day, feeling forced in many communities to have to carry guns when they don't want to carry guns just because they feel like they've got to protect themselves. Just as I asked you about the politics before of CTU, I wonder about what you think the politics are behind our leading newspaper, um, who seems to, it seems that the face of this, of the Chicago Tribune these days is a guy named John Cass. I've never met him. I don't know anything about him, except that I know that Every time I read one of his columns, I get goosebumps. And when I, when I feel the way that I feel when I read John Cass's columns, it reminds me of picking up books that talk about the Jim Crow days and even slavery days and what people, what black people went through during those times. I wonder about who this man really is because I get an eerie feeling that he doesn't like people who look like you and I, that he's not interested in um, you, people like you and I being able to access the same things that he's able to access. And it actually disturbs me that he appears to be the face of the Chicago Tribune, which is one of the number one papers in this city, if not the state. Um This is a man who seems to have taken on um a, a battle against criminal justice reform. And the way that he's doing it here of late is to try and, attempt to put a 3 name label on criminal justice reform. Those three names are Preckwinkle, Fox, and Evans. Uh, Tony Preckwinkle, Cook County president, uh, Kim Fox, our state's attorney, and, of course, Judge uh, Timothy Evans. He is attempting to, he's not attempting to, he's targeting them. And he, he is, with his pen and ink and in the name of the Tribune, doing so on behalf of Mayor Lori Lightfoot. What do you think about
3: that? Yeah, it's it's another, you know, it's it's not only disappointing; it's a it's actually a very scary uh, presentation that's coming from the superintendent as well as the mayor's office, and now, of course, um, it's it's uh, being pushed and propagated through the Tribune, which obviously everybody knows in Chicago. It's a conservative outfit, um, you know. There's another writer there, Christian um mm-hmm. who basically said Chicago could use and benefit um, from having a Hurricane Katrina. Um, that that becomes the answer. She actually wrote it. Isn't um, she on the editorial board? She is on the editorial board. And so there's been a lot of just nasty, vicious, vile presentations that have come from th- this particular publication, um, particularly as it relates wow. to um, black mm-hmm. families, poor people in Chicago and Cook County. And, <clears throat> you know, again, another one of those campaign presentations that the mayor made as far as reform in our justice system. And part of that reform really requires like, a real deep investment in communities that have been set in place at the margins for again for generations and the previous administration, Doris, would oftentimes blame black people for the social societal ills. He would say that we're not raising our children, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we're not engaged in our communities, which is false, right? Even if you study black folks, which black folks are the most studied group I think, in the world, um, we are more likely to be engaged in our families, in our communities, our neighbors, neighborhoods, in our children's education, so forth and so on. And so now the the current mayor, instead of taking some ownership and being the type of leader that I believe that many folks hoped she would be um, and putting forth an agenda that could address these um, generational ills um, like the prison industrial complex mm. um, that has made a lot of what um, made a lot of people wealthy. And has, you know, really pushed like this very strong white supremacist, um, structure through our, through our criminal system. And instead of taking that system on, mm-hmm. she has now taken on the line that somehow the reforms where we are essentially depopulating, um, the, the county jail, putting investments in health, putting investments, investments also in mental health, mm-hmm. putting investment in, um, neighborhood programs that can reduce violence, instead of investing in jobs, Um, her presentation is somehow that the reforms are leading to more violence in Chicago. And it's just wrong. Um, the bail reforms that we've had over the last eight, nine years now since we've reduced the jail population. Um, I believe it's, it's actually less people who are awaiting trial, who've been out on, who are out on bail. There are less individuals repeating a violent, aggressive act. Than before bail reform.
8: Yeah, and let me just say this also, it's disheartening to look at um, um, Cass, and I believe this was yesterday or the day before he wrote a, a column that uh, he gave two examples. Now, God forbid, nobody, nobody wants to see any kind of a tragedy with anybody that's holding a gun, let alone somebody who's out on bail and and commits a crime with a gun. You cannot, you cannot denigrate an entire program with two examples, because there are numerous other examples of people who are following the law. And the man who got caught uh, with an ankle bracelet in the trunk of his car hooked to something else, that's a good thing that we now know that, right? Because now we know there's a vulnerability in that, just like anything else. Um, You want to be able to work those things out. Uh, But this is problematic. Where does Sheriff Tom Dart, come out on all of this.
3: That's a good question. You know, I mean, I think that's something that's that's that we should ask, <laughs> yeah. you know, the sheriff, because I think in the article, um, I did not get the sense um, that he was praising the type of reforms that have been coming forward. I, I got didn't the get distinct
8: that sense, sense yeah. that he was uh, actually throwing the people who initiated this under the bus.
3: You know, and it, I think the, the <laughs> what's troubling in all of this is you know, we again, we have seen just generational disinvestment in communities. You know, the fact that Cook County is, I think, the largest jail in the entire country, um, but it also has the largest health care facility mm-hmm. on site. Yes. Including mental health services. Everyone knows everyone is convinced that the vast majority of individuals who have had contact with the law um, have been failed well before They came in contact with the law. And so that's why as Cook County Commissioner, it's why I ran, Doris, because if we're not investing in our people in the front end, that by the time, you know, they become adults, we have allowed systemic racism and structural racism um, to prevent them from from having opportunity. Mm. And that's a reality. And the mayor can do that. The mayor can give opportunity today. Yes. You know, it's something that we have to push the board president as well. And I'm glad that she's being responsive to many of the things that we're putting forward. And that's that's why I was glad to the pass the Just Housing Ordinance mm-hmm. um, that would give access to housing for individuals that have a background. We eliminated the gang database. Um, we're we're, we're going to pass a, a, a budget that is balanced and fair. But we also need to look for revenue to make health care. Um, we need to expand health care. We need to expand jobs. We need to improve our in- infrastructure to put people to work. You know, there are these great studies out there that talk about, you know, how, you know, black, families who receive bachelor's degrees when they have access to education, how that shifts and pulls them out of yeah. this dark despair of poverty and, yeah. and, and it puts them on the path to more generational wealth. I don't think it's a coincidence, you know, Doris, that because we know the trajectory that we're on as a mm-hmm, people, mm-hmm. as education becomes available to us, mm-hmm. that trajectory frightens people. There are more uneducated white folks that have voted for Donald Trump. Than than any other subgroup, Mm -hmm. I think if you don't if you didn't have a high school a a college degree, I think Trump received almost seventy percent of white voters who do not have a college degree.
8: Yeah, you know, you're right when you say that, and which is one of the reasons why, and, and we're gonna take Laura's call, it's, this is one of the reasons why we need to understand our history. We need, as adults first, and our young people, well, simultaneously, to really go back to start revisiting the riots, not, not, not these most recent riots, but the riots of 1918, you know, to really understand who we were as a people back then. It's amazing. It is absolutely amazing where we come from, and the things that we've done. But it also means and I and I pray that our newly elected officials don't fall into the same situation or belief that a lot of I read a report the other day that we still have nurses and doctors who are practicing every day under the belief that black people can tolerate pain more than anybody else I believe that some of our elected officials believe that too that we can tolerate this psychologically and just you know from the sense of being able to um survive against the odds under, um, uh, uh, you know, against many extreme circumstances, we cannot um, and we should not have to. Laura, I'd like to hear um, your question or your comment. Laura, we've got Brandon Johnson in the studio, Cook County Commissioner.
6: Hi. Hi. Um um, Commissioner <laughs> Brandon Johnson, my name is Dr. Laura Chamberlain. We're on track to having a call, I think, this week before you go off on vacation.
3: Oh, is that right? I'm glad someone keeps up with my schedule.
6: <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm hoping that you're, you will, because there's been some developments. Okay, yep. okay. so um, we, I will remind your office. But okay, we got a couple uh, of minutes. I am, mm-hmm. I'm totally on board the fact that uh, Lori Lightfoot foot, uh, hoodwinked us. Okay, there's no question in my mind; she is backpedaling on so many things that she promised. It's not even funny, and I am. First of all, we did we did have an indication that she might do this. The black youth told us about what happened, you know, in those uh, proceedings for the, um, you know, the violent police violence. Right. Against the families. They told, they warned us. So, number one, we need to be listening to each other. OK. They already had experience with Lori Lightfoot and they were telling us. You know, she she might be lying to you. And then number two, there was an indication I was for Lori for the first general election. But then I started to watch the Illinois Sunshine Database, the Illinois Sunshine Database, immediately after her first election, the the corporate money started pouring in. And I did not vote for her for the second election because I watched that money pouring in. I knew that we were being hoodwinked okay so I'm just telling everybody there's a way you can know whether these people are going to be truthful or not so um, I'm very concerned about this austerity budget uh, there's no talk whatsoever about renegotiating all of this debt these debt deals that Rom and Bailey have gotten us into and it's my understanding that we're paying billions of dollars of debt service every year that could be going into our schools and going into our communities So uh, the fact that she's pulling out an austerity budget is a very bad sign. I am sorry, Chicago. It's a bad sign.
8: Thank you, Dr. Laura Chamberlain, for calling. And uh, you guys will be hearing from Dr. Laura Chamberlain on a whole other conversation that I'm inviting her in to talk with me about very soon. But Dr. Laura brings up good points. And I just want to make it clear, this is not a rain down on Mayor Lori Lightfoot Day. Uh, One of the things I love about having Commissioner Brandon Johnson in the studio is because Um, He's he's the same with everybody Uh, when 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 President Tony Preckwinkle is not doing the right thing and is not looking at the things that um, that that he believes or that I believe or people who are supporting supporting progressive initiatives believe um, we speak out about those things. If it's Lori Lightfoot, we speak out about those things. It doesn't matter Um, if an elected official is not. uh focusing on the kinds of things that we feel they should be focusing on. We have a right and 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 should use our platforms to speak out um
3: on those things. And we should demand that. You should demand that of me as well. Oh and, and, think, and, and yes, and I, think, and I just want to
8: ask you yeah, real quick, please. uh Brandon, is how do you stay on track to push your agenda? In the midst of leadership that may or may not be uh, embracing them.
3: It's going to it's going to come down to like your own personal values. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I am tethered to something deeper than an office. Mm-hmm. Right. This is this is just who I am. And I just happen to be the Cook county commissioner now. But I think the real test is going to be like the people who elected and voted for me. How mm-hmm. committed are they? Mm-hmm. To this agenda because I can't do it alone. I mean, yeah. I, you know, I come from an organizing background. You know, you never go into a fight by yourself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I come from a family of 10. My brother would never let me fight by myself. <laughs> um, and if, if he did, mm-hmm. he would be standing watching me. If something happened, he would jump in. Um, right. And so, like, we have to have that same mentality. We have to demand more. These first nine months that I've had in office, we have to demand more from our elected officials. And that includes me. The movement. Um, plays a big part, um, Doris, in pushing the type of agenda that we want to see move forward. Mm-hmm. Just like it wasn't right to leave President Obama once he was elected, it wasn't right to leave Harold Washington once he was elected. Those, of course, who, who, who believe in the potential and the promise of this city, we cannot leave our elected officials alone. And that's Lori. That's your alderman. That's me as your Cook County Commissioner to can, begin to push for the transformational changes that we want to see. Doris, everybody has an agenda.
6: Everybody's we got all an agenda,
3: do. that's right? right. The realtors have one. The yeah. corporations have yeah, one. Yeah. Every industry has one. Yeah. And so our agenda for the people, the working class people of this city, black, brown, white, north side, west side, mm-hmm. northwest side, southeast side, we have an agenda to have safe streets where our kids can play on, good public schools that we can walk our children to, good paying jobs that we, we can retire on, being able to take a decent vacation. Good
8: economic ha- opportunities good economic in this infrastructure, that has, that's contracts that are happening.
3: Absolutely right. Mm-hmm. Economic corridors where we can yes. su- support small businesses. These are the things that we desperately want. So let's make sure that, that that agenda is front and center. Lori can't keep reneging on promises that she made while she was running for office as mayor. She can't keep doing it. And the people cannot allow that to happen either.
8: Well, let's just hope that when we hear this budget address on the 27th that um, we will be um, uh, able to say she's doing the right thing. I'd really like to be able to say that. We also have the right to have good talk radio. And I hope you feel that way with the Doris Davenport show. Brandon Johnson's show comes up tomorrow morning at what time? 9 a.m. 9 a.m. Sunday a. mornings. And guess what, folks? The lovely Hal Sparks is in this studio. I don't know where he is. Oh, he's coming around. We need to give a minute to Hal Sparks. So I'm sorry. Whatever we have going on, we got to give a minute to Hal Sparks. He's going gonna- to. true. I'm
1: just coming in and just saying hi just because I can <laughs> <laughs> and yeah.
8: Jazar is listening to you. Oh, hi Jazar.
1: I wish you were here. I you know, we'll plan it better next time. I'll make sure that I'm here. You know, we'll have to all go
0: see Steely Dan or something together. Ooh. Some craziness. Um, but <laughs> hi. It's so great to be here and I love your show and it's great listening to both of you today. It's fantastic. Obviously, we have a lot to talk about these yes. days.
1: So it's nice it's all about progress. That's Steely? right.
8: You all follow the lovely Hal Sparks. Did you he say on Healy Stan? I don't Steely Dan. Steely Dan. You yeah. don't know Steely Dan? Oh my mm. God! Yikes. What? what?
3: Okay. Yeah. Oh, right. we've
8: got to educate you. Right. Oh my God! Maybe I grew when, up on Steely Dan. Okay.
3: Maybe when Bone Thugs and Harmony. Some people are so young.
6: <laughs> 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 no we can't talk it all.
3: Yeah. Oh wow. I mean, <laughs> okay. This show's got real good. Yeah. Just okay. that last minute, yeah. boy. Hell, really. in the tail nice end. That's how we do it. That's how we
7: lock you in.
6: That's
8: right. That's how we do it. This is Hal tricks. Sparks, Doris Davenport, and mm-hmm. Brandon Johnson. That's right.
1: That's You're it. listening to The Doris Davenport Show, and I think that shows taste and breeding on your part. <laughs> 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 Thank
8: <laughs> 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 Nikos, did you get that? I want to hear that promo next week. <laughs> and Mr. Precious is in the house as well. That's right. Folks, we'll see you next week. This is The Doris Davenport Show. You can follow me on at Davenport Talks. On Twitter, I see you Davenport on Instagram. And we will see you next week. <laughs> <laughs> substance use or gambling may have caused you to feel like there's no way out. The truth is that there is help for you and your family, and it's closer than you may think. The Way Back In is a nonprofit treatment center for substance use and gambling that helps people in Proviso Township rebuild their lives from the damages of addiction. You can contact way Back In by visiting waybackin.org or by calling 708-345-8422. That's 708-345-8422. Admissions office is open Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. If you are experiencing an emergency and need immediate assistance outside of these hours, please contact 911. waybackin In is here to help. Way back in, programming is supported by the Proviso Township Mental Health Commission. Pam Morris Walton is married to Reverend Frank Walton and resides in Chicago, Illinois. You got Welcome right. to the Doris <laughs> Davenport Show. Hello, my wow.
5: sister. I didn't know
8: when you were going to finish. That was enough, Doris? <laughs> You did it. I wouldn't have to say it if you hadn't done it. <laughs> I am so happy to see you. And I have to tell you, because the last time that I saw you wasn't very long ago, but I have to tell you that every time I will text you, I would start to tear up. And you didn't know that. But the reason is because the last couple of times we were together was at the studio with Archbishop Hall. Archbishop Lucius we were together. That's right. Right. (laughs) And within, thank God. Within a couple of months Mm -hmm. of COVID, Mm -hmm. he passed away, as did several members of his congregation. Right,
5: right. Yeah, God rest his soul. Mm -hmm. God rest his soul. A great man, a great man, a great man that is missed in the community and the country at large. And the country at large. Not just Chicago, Mm but at large. I loved him. I loved him. I spent at least two days, at least time in two days with him for years. At least yeah. that much. That was the Broadcast Ministers Alliance, and it was the live broadcast of the First Church of Love and Faith.
8: Yeah. <laughs> well, that's fantastic. Good I, to see you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh my I love you. <laughs> I
7: love
8: you. <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. You know what? I okay. want everybody to know that you are such a woman of faith. I mean, through the years, you have been that inspiration for so many people, Pam, for so many people. And as the good Lord would have it, because He does work in mysterious ways that yes, many God. times we just don't understand. Yes, He does. But He tested you. He did. He, he tested did. you. He did. He did. And he did. you. Big test. Worked, ah. You have written a book to tell the story of this test let me see that book 57 days i want you to share with us the inspiration for the book and a bit about your journey and of course i want you to read a couple of excerpts
5: well doris thank you thank you first of all for this opportunity you didn't have to be so kind to me and you did it quickly I you did it. Really. You did it. You did it before the uh, Christian Faith Publishing Company put out their their press release. You did it, and I love you for it. Well, it hit on Amazon.com and it hit on Barnes and Noble and iTunes a couple of weeks ago. And I wrote my book, Doris, to tell the story that I lived. Mm-hmm. I lived as of last Tuesday. As of last Tuesday, September the twenty second was the first day, four years ago, that I walked out of the University of Chicago Medicine with a new heart. Hallelujah. A new heart. Mm -hmm. So that's why I wrote the book. I wrote the book, as it says on page six in the introduction, I wrote for persons that know someone or personally have had a medical challenge or a life-threatening situation with their heart. Something took residence into my brain and said, tell your story Doris, i didn't need a step Mm -hmm. i didn't need a pacemaker but a heart or i was not going to live Mm. i needed a heart that was pretty challenging and hard for me i no longer had control of my life but god i had to put my faith in god and i wrote about it in this book now tell us the whole name of the book, because there's the title, but then you have this. Tell us the whole name of the book. Okay, the book is 57 Days. That's the actual title, Doris, and yours is on its way. <laughs> the wait for a new heart sparks a spiritual journey of faith and love. Mm-hmm. If it wasn't for the grace of God, I am one of God's miracles. <laughs> That's, what I I That's what I am. That's what Mm-hmm. That's what I am. I'm from 38 meds a day to eight meds a day. And notice I said meds. Mm-hmm. One med mm-hmm. is seven pills. Woo! One med. Really? Another One med, med is two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So four years ago, I was maybe taking about 60 some pills a day. Mm. Oh, and oh. that premazone, Lord, how mercy I had. I don't know if you, way back there, you were familiar with the little Debbie oatmeal cakes. Yes. And, oh, yeah. Um, and the moon pies. Premazone could make you it. want some of those. Honey, <laughs> I had cheeks like a moon pie. Okay? <laughs> I was so happy when I came off of that. But I want you to know, if there wasn't for my faith, family, and my belief in God, I would have given up. Mm And on page 52, 51 into page 52 in this book, Mm -hmm. I almost let go. Really? Yes. You
8: know, I can imagine with a heart transplant, Mm -hmm. there were times. Mm -hmm. Now, you must know that when I was in seminary, Mm -hmm. for whatever reason, the good Lord drew me to hospice care. Mm-hmm. Uh, and chaplaincy. So I did my chaplaincy internship at the university at the uh, Northwestern University okay. Northwestern Memorial Hospital mm-hmm. and I did my chaplaincy through adv- advocate. Okay. And that's beautiful. You see a lot of what people go through when they are either very terminally ill mm-hmm. or if they go through medical challenges
5: like you went through. Mm-hmm. Tell and me you know, about Oh, I want to tell you why I couldn't tell you. Mm -hmm. Tell me. It's in the book. Doris, it was hard for me to accept what happened to me. I caught a virus. Don't know where, don't know how it happened. I've never I became short of breath and it was let let, let me just can I can I tell you the first verse? Can I do it quickly? Yes. The first verse in chapter one, a day I will never forget. Mm -hmm. In February twenty sixteen. I was diagnosed with congestive heart failure. The only thing I was thinking about was, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know anything about that. I've never been there. It's my elder son John's 45th birthday. Mm -hmm. Kenneth is my youngest. I got the surprise of my life. I was sitting in the emergency room at Elmhurst Hospital. I was short of breath, and a lady named Barbara, I believe, called for a wheelchair. And I was thinking to myself, a wheelchair? Certainly mm-hmm. for me, I can walk. Someone isn't going to push me around in a wheelchair. I can walk. The tables turned on me, and the journey wasn't easy. Some dark, uncertain, blink days. This is how my story unfolds, and it's in the book. That is
8: absolutely beautiful. Pam, I remember days when I knew what you were going through, when you were on that radio, you were at that mic, <laughs> days when I knew you weren't feeling good because I could tell, you know, when you listen to somebody, you don't have to see somebody all the time, but see, Pam, I saw. I was with you so much because of our Sundays together, and I knew those days when you weren't feeling well, and you could tell even when your, your, your husband was by your side because he knew he needed to be there. Mm-hmm.
5: <laughs> He knew it. What a blessing. And he was there every day, every day, fifty-seven days. And in the book, I must admit, uh, I, I didn't like the hospital food too well. Even the hospital <laughs> food didn't, we didn't get along. And oh, I didn't that? like and I didn't like the smock that ties in the back. I read you about that. So oh. I had my husband to bring me a wardrobe from the house. <laughs> you and you know what, Pam? I know you did. I did? I believe you And there's pictures in the book. Now they're all pictures, taken with an iPhone, <laughs> but honey. I wore my own clothes, and the smock was not allowed in the room except for procedures. Oh my goodness! Everybody on the floor, Doris, was in the same outfit. I know, and you we can't were just have in that. another room, girl, after my own heart. Because if I have to be in the hospital for days on end, somebody's bringing me a wardrobe too. <laughs> Seven days. You know what that means? Four days in July. The entire month of August. Mm-hmm. I never stepped into the world that I can enjoy now. Wow. And 22 days in September. Mm-hmm. Now, that's saying a lot. Think about that. Just think about that. I was a few days short of two months.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: And my life was cut off from what I am accustomed to and used to. I couldn't go to the store. I couldn't shop. I couldn't cook. I couldn't do mm-hmm. anything. So quarantine for COVID was a piece of cake for you. 14
8: days. <laughs> <cake>. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, how do you feel, Pam? A lot of people talk about transplants, and they give you a new lease on life in many Mm. ways, more ways than just simply life itself. Have Mm. you experienced
5: that? I have experienced the time of my life to be given by God another chance at life.
8: Mm.
5: What are you going to do differently? I am going to not take life as serious as I have in the past. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be stress-less. Mm -hmm. I am going to continue to eat healthy, but eat more healthier. Mm -hmm. In other words, I can't eat grapefruits. I -hmm. can't have grapefruit juice, which I love. I can't Mm -hmm. eat pomegranates, Mm -hmm. okay? Uh, uh, Fish and fowl, nuts, all of that is good. And then of course, having this heart of Mario's, I took on his eating habits. Really? Yes. And what were Mario's eating habits, pray tell? I love cheeseburgers, but I never loved them the way I love them now. Cheeseburgers, fresh fruit, and cereal. I will eat cereal for dinner. Wow. I know somebody who eats cereal like that. (laughs) (laughs) After after talking to Emma and meeting with Emma, we're in touch with each other. Oh, by the way, he saved six lives. I got the heart. (gasps) Really? And that's from being an organ donor? Yes. Becoming Mm. an organ donor. And Lord, if I don't thank God for the gift of hope and Jack Lynch. Mm -hmm. Yes, for passing that Oh, my God. I think he might have been watching for me, okay? Now, in the book, I will tell you about the false alarm. And there Mm -hmm. wasn't just one, but one is the only one I wrote about. Really? Read us another excerpt, one of your favorites. One of my favorites? Mm -hmm. Okay, I'm going to 52. Okay, I'm going to page 52. All Mm -hmm. right? And on page 52, I'll start with page 51. Okay? Okay? Okay. Mm -hmm. What happened was... Then later, Frank, also Daphne, my helper, experienced some moments that had me in tears. Mm -hmm. I screamed. I yelled so loud that my voice had to be heard down the hospital halls. I saw a side of me I had never seen before coming out of me. Mm -hmm. It was awful. What happened was when you are given a needle, when they put the IV in your arm, it changes every three days. The left arm is the best arm since the daily blood draw is usually done from the right arm. I had over a hundred needles. Won't we'll talk about mm-hmm. that. Uh-huh. Well, my rolling veins kept that kept rolling that Sunday late evening. Mm-hmm. So every time I was stuck by the nurse practitioner Jason. Mm-hmm. Who called the? who's called the best nurse on the floor to give you the needle. The nurse could give it in my arm with no problem. Mm-hmm. He began with the ultrasound that showed the veins position and movement. Then he proceeded. First try, no luck. Mm-hmm. The second try, no luck. Mm-hmm. I cried some more. It was so painful. The third try, I hollered, I screamed, and I kept crying. Mm-hmm. That, that was it. I hollered loud, stop it. Stop it now. Mm. The screaming. I stopped. It wasn't a good moment for anyone to experience or even speak of. He then stopped trying. He gave up. Mm. That Sunday on August the 14th, around 6 p.m. That's before the heart came now. Heart came on the 25th. All mm. right. All right. Yeah, I was in the hospital. twenty. I got a heart in 27 days. That's in the book. Mm-hmm. All right. I called. I, I called it quits. I couldn't take the excruciating pain. You Mm -hmm. don't hurt Pam. Mm. I had reached my breaking point. I had had enough. And then it goes on to tell you what Frank did, but you'll have to read it in the book. <laughs> so, yeah, and you have to read it in the book what Freight did because what he did, mm-hmm. wow, wow, really, yeah, wow. Well, then you have to make me a promise, Pam. Mm-hmm. We wanted to do this half an hour
8: segment because I wanted to be the first one to let the world know here in Chicago that the book is coming out, the book has hit. Barnes and Noble is mm-hmm. in Amazon mm-hmm. and it goes out on wide release when next week, right? It, it's supposed to be next or,
5: week. That's in iTunes. iTunes also all Apple products. Keep it
8: up there so people okay. can see that. Okay. Paper. All okay.
5: Apple. Let me put my little, where I had my, uh, wait a minute. Okay. All Apple products. Uh-huh. Um, let me see. I'm trying to get the best view of it. Yeah, okay. that's, that's it. Better. I think that's better. Okay. Uh-huh. And, um, it will be digital. Uh-huh. Oh, good. Is, yeah. And, and, and I need to tell you this. I know that it's almost time. It's time for you to go. But uh, I went to the library and looked up three prayed and fast and looked up mm-hmm. three companies. I wrote them all. They had all of the things you have to do to to submit a book. Uh-huh. A manuscript. Mm-hmm. I said, no, I'm not. Mm-mm. Then I prayed some more. And then mm-hmm. I wrote each one of them and gave them the entire manuscript and said, <laughs> read the first paragraph and you will want my story oh my goodness and we heard from all three and chose christian faith publishing
8: really yes well that is a blessing for yeah.
5: sure yeah oh chose my christian faith publishing mm-hmm Text
8: them right there i am so proud of you pam <laughs> just so proud of you really i mean you have just done it you you had that vision it was in you to do it and you didn't waste any time you got it done and I just thank you for being such an inspiration to me for so many years. I just love you. I love your spirit. Um, you know, you're one of those people that it doesn't matter what's going on. If I see you and you see me, there's an eye contact there and it's
5: I feel the love. It's real. I it's have to interrupt real. you and tell you I'm from West Virginia, up on the hill, Reds Hill, where T.D. Uh-huh. Jakes used to preach in my aunt's church and Bobby Womack used to sing. Really? Yes, ma'am. It's, and, and I want you to know that the way I am now is the way I always am. It's yeah. not yeah. a fake. Mm-hmm. You've heard of fake. I'm sure you've heard of fake news. This is real. <laughs> this is real. Okay. All I do is wake up and drink peppermint tea or a smoothie. Well, you know, one of the reasons I love this is you we have it's so much
8: food. in common. We have mm-hmm. the same, we share the same favorite food, salmon. Ooh. We yeah. share oh, the same.